Greetings and thank you for choosing to listen to the First Love Ministries sermon from Reverend Jonathan Warren for Sunday, December 27. The title of Reverend Warren's sermon is Great Reversals. Our first scripture reading is Psalms 148. The gospel reading is Luke 2, 22 through 40. We get to enjoy the duet of Tim Chipman and Maggie Albers singing Another Merry Christmas. We pray that you have a safe, healthy, and rewarding upcoming week. Enjoy New Year's. Stay safe. God bless until we meet again next week. Let us prepare our hearts for Scripture by saying the prayer for elimination together. Creator God, source of all light, by your word you give light to the soul. Pour out upon us the spirit of wisdom and understanding that, being taught by you in Holy Scripture, our hearts and minds may be open to know the things that pertain to life and holiness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The scripture reading is from Psalm 148. Let us listen to the word of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command, mountains and hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, kings of earth and all you peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. He raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Mary's in a nursing home. She puts her favorite records on. Reminds her of the years long gone. Another Merry Christmas. Billy's home from overseas, the pride of his whole family. Still fights a war that no one sees. Another Merry Christmas. Happy and sad, the good and the bad. Someone's up, 
someone's barely hanging on. It's everything all at once. If we're honest enough, everybody wants to be loved. gospel lesson comes to us from Luke chapter 2. Let us listen to the word of God. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present Jesus to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of two turtle turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace 
according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which have prepared, which have you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. A sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jer Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So here we are on the third day of Christmas. The gifts have been given. Maybe you spent too much or ate too much. Usually this time of year, we say we're recovering from all the busyness. Maybe this year, so we say uh, we face something different. Maybe we're feeling lonely or missing the family we might not have gotten to see. Maybe some of us are assessing our year as we plan for what will come in 2021 and hope it is much different. Than this last year. And the spirit of looking forward to what lies ahead in 2021, let's look at today's Bible text, which talks about big reversals, changes. Today's story has three things that reverse on us. I don't know if you caught them. But the opposite of sometimes what we expect. Maybe these reversals can help us look toward this new year a different, more hopeful way. The first is what Jesus' family, that Jesus' family is poor. You know it because Mary sacrifices two turtle doves instead of a lamb. Leviticus 12, 8 says, If you can't afford a sheep, take two turtle doves, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And in today's scripture, we discover the priest, Simeon, has been waiting his entire life to meet the Messiah. He's atoned mothers and blessed children all these years, probably wondering what it would be like to meet the Messiah. Now, this makes me think of Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail, where at the very end, Indiana's asked to pick Jesus' chalice to drink from. Which one will you choose, he says. And you can see in that room, there's an array of fancy cups with gold and jewels and silver. They're all different. Yet the simplest chalice, the wooden, 
carpenter's cup is the right choice. A reversal of thought, probably not for us, because we've heard this story before. But definitely for most Jews who were expecting a, a king of status, yet he's born a carpenter's son. He comes from a poor family. They're young. Nobody of a woman, Mary. Mary arrives that day, and somehow Simeon recognizes that her son Jesus is the Messiah, even though they're poor. He somehow knows deep in his being that this is the one he's been waiting his whole life for. This child is the son of David, the one who will be the light to all Gentiles and provide glory to the Israelites. I'd imagine was not what Simeon expected. The Messiah is poor. God brings to the world the king of kings to a family who can only afford two turtle doves. It's a great reversal. The second reversal comes from Simeon's blessing. In verse 34, it says, The child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel. First, Israel is going to fall, then it will rise. Now, we are used to the rise, rise and fall. Again and again in politics or governments, we see this rise, and then we see the fall. Business tycoons or athletes, they rise, and then sometimes they fall. Movie stars, they rise into popularity, and then they fall out of popularity. Reversal is something that fits Christ's ministry. It's foreshadowing in this blessing that Jesus will first fall and then he will rise. And we know what happens at the end of his life. Death on a cross. Later, the resurrection from death. It's all shared in this blessing from Simeon. Simeon. In order to rise, he must first fall. John 12, 24 says, Unless a great grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Maybe some of you have read the classic book, The Red Tent. Many years ago, there was a good adaptation of the book on Lifetime and Book and show are based on the biblical story, Jacob and his family, mostly focusing on the women who share this red tent. The red tent is where they would gather while they were menstruating. There's a place where they found sanctuary, where the women told stories to one another, where they supported and strengthened each other. The story focuses on Jacob's daughter, Dinah. We has a little said about her in our scripture. It's interesting to see the author's imagination, breadth, and depth, and nuance into a Bible character who's only mentioned for a few verses. In the red tent, Dinah stumbles upon her brother, Joseph, when she goes to Egypt. Joseph's a classic story about a great reversal of falling and rising. 
Remember, Joseph was the favorite son. It was in her good, wealthy family, far from Egypt. But he began to fall. First, it was into a pit. Then, it was into slavery. And he was finally imprisoned. So in the show, Red Tent, that Joseph meets with his sister Dinah. She's traveled to Egypt, and she sees him and notices him. And he notices her. It gives us a chance to think about Joseph beyond words on a paper. It becomes uh, three-dimensional. I would imagine he would have never confided with his brothers. But in this story, in this telling, he's more vulnerable and open with Dinah. And he tells her this. I lost everything. I was enslaved and thrown in prison. And I had nothing left but my faith. Everything else had been taken from me. Dinah, a woman like many other at the time, had a little power and status. I would imagine she would empathize with her brother. He shared this. Everything was taken. No longer seen or heard. Living in the shadows. Joseph had done nothing wrong. Lived many years in slavery and was imprisoned for many years to follow. The only thing he could grasp. The only thing anybody can grasp in the shadows and the darkness of the night. In this case was his faith. There wasn't anything else left. Out of the depths of imprisonment. Joseph became the second most powerful man in all of Egypt, there standing with Dinah. Great Old Testament reversal. Story of falling. Falling hard. And then rising. The final reversal in this story is of Anna fasting. Did you notice? She fasts night and day because the Jewish Sabbath that begins on Friday at sunset. So she would have been praying and fasting on the Sabbath night and day. Now, our day typically begins in the morning and ends at night. Not much of a reversal to Jews, but I think it causes us to pause to a point what it might signify. After the cover of night comes day. One of the most treasured things that happens, at least for me, at the Christmas Eve service, the very end, when we each carry a candle and we sing Silent Night, the room starts to get brighter, all from one candle, the Christ candle. It's meaningful because of the larger symbol. There is light that shines in the darkness. And even this year, when we did not gather together in this sanctuary, we still witnessed that great light shining in the darkness. Like so many things in 2020, the candle lighting was virtual, but it was still here for all to see. 
And the one Christ candle was the spark to light up this entire sanctuary, and it lit up beyond this sanctuary into each person's home. The light shining in this darkness. Now, you and I might face difficulties, struggles, adversity. We might have dark nights. We know they're not easy. And yet, we are promised a light that will help us get through those things. And eventually, after night, comes day. Even in this year of hardship and difficulty, we know that Christ's light continues to shine in the darkness of the world. That's the great reversal. It's not the day leading into night. It's the night leading into the day. And that's the very message of Christ. Christ comes into this world providing us great reversals to a king who's impoverished, Falling and then rising in the night, leading into day. It's enough to give us great hope for our future. This blessing of the Christ child reminds us that while we might face difficulty, death, and hardship, that we can cling to hope because the poor receive the kingdom of God. Because after falling onto our knees or from our lowest points, We will begin to rise with the help of the Holy Spirit and with one another. And from the cover of night, from darkness, shines the light of Christ leading us today. As we head into the new year this week, we can recognize these great reversals. It's how God operates. And these reversals can remind us in this new year To look at things differently, knowing we don't always get what we expect. Let us reach toward the hope and blessing that this Christ child brings. Let us reach toward hope and blessing of God's great reversals. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this material inspiring and would like to support our ministry, here at First Love from the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You can also contribute through your financial institution, through bill pay. And if an account number is necessary, please use 870 dash 870 dash 870 our phone number at first presbyterian church jacksonville illinois is 217-245-4189 our email is office at firstpresjax.org that's o-f-f-i-c-e at f-i-r-s-t P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G You can join our live stream video of Sunday services which start at 9.55
a.m. on Sunday at www.facebook.com slash firstpresjacks. That's www.facebook.com slash firstpresjacks. We also have a Facebook page called Presbyterians with a Purpose at www.facebook.com slash groups slash 221761382271153 slash. Presbyterians for a Purpose is a group for anyone needing to get in contact with someone else during these challenging times. If you wish to attend our 10 a.m. services on Sunday in person, please come in the north door. A nurse will take your temperature. The nurse will then press a button to open the door to limit touching surfaces. Another volunteer will open the inner door. While moving around, please wear your mask. Once seated, you can remove your mask. We pray you have a safe, joyful, and healthy week. God bless.